This is Forum. I'm John Michaels, Public Affairs Radio Director. Going to be talking to Crystal Lopes, who's with the uh, Calm Waters Veteran Village and Retreat Center. And uh, we've had you on earlier this year, uh, Crystal, uh, but coming up on September 17th at 11, starting at the Red Rock Bar, uh, you'll be finishing with a concert featuring Tim Atwood, and we're going to be talking to him in just uh, a few minutes. It's going to end up at Crooks at the Wooden Nickel. And, uh, you know, usually um, I, I don't do so many, you know, like pythons or walkathons or that kind of thing, but this is kind of a neat thing for veterans. And let's start, first of all, uh, who is Crystal Lope? Tell, tell us about uh, yourself and uh, how you got started on this. This is kind of your, your original dream. Absolutely. Um well, my name is Crystal, and I'm a therapist, and have been doing therapy since uh, about 2007. And over the time, I met my husband, who was a veteran, and saw him, him struggle, some of the barriers with um, accessing care and um, utilizing the VA system. And as I was going through my social work degree, I thought, you know what, I want to help other veterans. Um, not make it so hard for them to receive care. And so I worked at the VA for a little while and then realized I still wanted to go and do, uh, create my, my nonprofit and my dream and what I feel the veterans really need. And what does your husband think about all this? He's excited. He agrees and thinks that it's something that's going to be really beneficial for other veterans. What would he have done if this would have been uh, already, uh, you know, something that was here when he first got out of the out of the out of the uh, uh, military? You know, he and along with other veterans that I've talked to said that they would have totally utilized it. Um, I've talked to some older veterans that wished and hoped that they had something like this when they got out of the military. Well, tell us uh, kind of the mind's eye of what you mean by a Calm Waters Veteran Village Retreat Center. Yes, one of the common themes that I hear from uh, veterans that I've worked with in counseling is that they feel that so much of their time in the military was very structured, and then they get out of the military and it's not that way anymore, and there's a lot of other changes that they're not used to. And so having that military-like culture for them, something that they feel comfortable and something that's more normal to them is going to help kind of reduce some of that initial anxiety or shock with getting back into uh, reintegrating back into the civilian world. It's so part of, that, <clears throat> part of that with the Veteran Village, we're going to have a chow hall for them. Um, there'll be a separate section in the chow hall where they will be able to go play um, board games or maybe pool or ping pong, something like that, watch movies together, kind of just hang out and have that family that they don't have anymore when they get out of the military. Um, we also plan to have a garden and be able to house veterans out there as well if they need, but we plan to provide intensive uh, therapy treatment out there for them. Well, you mentioned earlier um, when we've talked to uh, tiny homes, tell us about those. Yeah, so um, a lot of other places around the U.S. are doing these tiny little home uh, veteran villages where they're about 250 to 300 square feet. Um, it gives them their own place to live, some place that they can feel secure and safe and, um, you know, just have them be able to have a safe place to land, really. 
It's the camaraderie. Um, I, you know, and it, I, I, over the years, I, Crystal, I, and I've, I've talked to you about this before, too, is a lot of the legions and the VFWs and the DAVs and all of that were veterans like from World War II. Uh, but they were mainly a bar they would come to, and they could sit next to each other and, and have a drink, and uh, they didn't have to talk about anything. They both understood. Uh, a lot of veterans really don't ever talk about anything, uh, what, what's uh, bothering them. But you're uh, providing therapy. Uh, Crystal, have you seen any uh, changes in the veterans uh, recently at all? Um, it seems like there's a lot of confusion about uh, Afghanistan and, and a lot of the things that uh, has, has been going on before. Yeah, there definitely is a lot of mixed feelings with uh, what happened last year in August when all the troops were pulled out. Uh, a lot of veterans were really struggling. We actually uh, created a support group that met on Saturday mornings with them for a little while until they felt more comfortable with things. Um, there's just a lot of mixed feelings about what they did, what their time was spent for, um, you know, just those internal thoughts that we struggle with on a daily basis. We all look for purpose and meaning and, and uh, you know, things that, that we accomplish uh, to be, have, you know, to be remembered, I guess, is, is one thing. Uh, Crystal, the Poker Run Calm Waters, support Calm Waters Veteran Village and Retreat Center. Uh, have you have any idea uh, where this might be yet? So the Calm Waters Village, uh, Veteran Village and Retreat Center, do you have any idea where you would like to have this yet? I don't. We're still fundraising uh, to have enough money to purchase the land, and that's we're able to get some land donated to us um, by a kind individual, but um, we're still kind of looking. We want it within 30 miles of Sioux Falls. Well, now, Tim Atwood is kind of a uh, musician's musician. How did you end up with him coming to uh, be part of this poker run coming up on September 17th? Just through one of my contacts I um, have built over the years. I uh, know a lot of people and just kind of keep talking about my mission and vision for the uh, Veteran Village and Retreat Center, and they said, you know what, I bet we can get Tim out here, and I thought that would be amazing, and talking to them a little bit more, and hearing the uh, family history with veterans, too, it was um, pretty heartwarming that they're willing to come out and do that for us. Well, that's what we'll do right now. The Poker Run, Calm Waters, Veteran Village and Retreat Center is what it's supporting. It's going to be September 17th at 11 in the morning, starting at Red Rock Bar, finishing with the concert with Tim Atwood at Crooks at the Wooden Nickel. And uh, you can call Crystal. We'll have that number on our, our website here. But um, here's our interview with Tim Atwood. Now we're speaking to Tim Atwood, 38-year veteran of the Grand Ole Opry stage, going to be in Sioux Falls September 17th. Yeah, benefit for Calm Waters, which supports the Veterans Village and Retreat Center, tiny homes there. They're going to be having a uh, poker run September 17th also. They're going to start at 11 in the morning at Red Rock Bar, finishing with a, the poker run will end at Crooks at the Wooden Nickel, and you can call Crystal at 605-306-3240. We'll put that on our website. Uh, just looking over some of your material here, You've uh, you played at the Grand Ole Opry uh, 8,500 times? Yes, I was in the house band there, and uh, I played with everybody from Willie Nelson to Roy Acuff to Garth Brooks. So I was there at the Opry for uh, 38 years, and we were doing uh, probably seven, eight shows a week. So uh, when we added it up, it was over 8,500 times I worked the Opry. Well, that's that's a lot. And the thing of being in, in the Grand Ole Opry, you got to meet a lot of people there that were just coming up, I suppose. Uh, did you meet Garth Brooks before people knew him? I did. And uh, I knew then there was something special about him. 
but uh, he just exploded. But uh, a nice guy. What amazed me was he had been there a couple of times, and he met my family, my wife and my two sons. And uh, we met him, and we didn't talk to him until about six months later, and he remembered our names. And I was pretty impressed with that for somebody of that stature to uh, actually remember our names. I thought it was uh, very nice. Well, I saw on Facebook the other day, uh, it said uh, a picture can be uh, a thousand words, but uh, music can be something that uh, transcends everything. And and there is something special about music you can't put into words, is there? Right. The, uh, it, it's, it touches places that other things do not. I think music... A lot of it is memories. I mean, you'll hear a song and you, it'll take you back to a time when you first heard the song. And uh, I think all of them are evergreen. I mean, uh, you can listen to songs today uh, from years ago and they still stand up to, uh, you know, the uh, people listening. Well, Tim Atwood, um, you know, just looking at some of the things that uh, is on your website, you remember the world-famous Wheeling Jamboree, the, the Josie Awards uh, Musicians Lifetime Achievement Award, honored by the Congressional Record for Contributions to Country Music in Washington, D.C. in 2018, Genuine Country Music Association Fan Favorite Honoree, Reunion of Professional Entertainer Musicians of the Year, and Academy of Western Artists and Instrumentalists of the Year. Those conventions are a lot of fun when you go to them, isn't it? It is. It's always a great time, and uh, it's really nice to get awards. I didn't get in the music business to get awards. I still I started out with nothing and still got most of it. But uh, anyhow, it was one of those things that uh, when you get an award, that's a great thing. And uh, But uh, that's not why I'm in it. I, I love to meet people and touch people's lives and, uh, you know, give them some encouragement and... Uh, Bless all of them for coming out, you know. Speaking of Tim Atwood, the uh, country singer, <clears throat> I remember Glenn Campbell used to be a Beach Boy. He played, uh, filled in for Brian Wilson on the Beach Boys, and, and quite a, he played uh, guitar in quite a few songs. You've done piano and, and uh, guitar in quite a few songs. Are, are there some songs out there that uh, maybe we should know that that was you on, on piano? Uh, there, there's a bunch of I can't remember. I mean, I go in and I record and... and uh, Sometimes I forget I'll hear something on the radio that I played on, and I go, oh, wait a minute, that's me playing on that. Uh, but I'm trying to think of something right off the top of my head. Uh, I played on a lot of stuff with just different people. Uh, probably no number one hits or anything like that, but I have played uh, with a lot of the opera members, uh, Oak Ridge Boys, and uh, just different ones. I mean, uh, I recorded uh, with the Opry staff, and we recorded an album, and we had Ray Price, Connie Smith, uh, trying to think others. But we did a, a nice album, a gospel album, uh, with the staff and, and members of the Grand Ole Opry, which to me is one of my favorite th- projects I got to work on because I loved and respected all those people when I was there, and I still love and respect them, uh, that they're still there. Well, Billy Joel, Jerry Lee Lewis, Elton John, Ronnie Millsap, Johnny, Charlie Rich are some that uh, you performed uh, with. Mickey Gilley, he just passed away, didn't he? Yeah, he did. Uh, I think it was this past year. Uh, I worked a lot with Mickey. We, uh, I met him in 1974. I was working at a nightclub in Peoria, Illinois, and uh, he had done a show that day. Then he came over to the club, and I had an electric piano, and I said, here's your piano for the evening, Mr. Gilley. He said, I don't play electric pianos. I only play grand pianos. You're going to have to play. So at 18, I had only been playing about 10 months. 
I ended up playing with Mickey and, and just had a great time. And we became such good friends that any time he would come to Nashville and they wanted him to sing, he would call and specifically ask for me to come do it. And like I said, Mickey was a great guy, always kind. And uh, he treated me with respect. Of course, I always treated him with respect. I loved Mickey Gillett music. And I still do to this day. Uh, I like those Jerry Lee stuff and, and Mickey Gilly. Uh, any of that old rock and stuff, I, I like. Uh, I really like uh, That's Domino. Mm -hmm. uh, just a bunch of influences that I've got. Gospel music influences as well, because I started playing gospel music when I was in high school. Well, so, and, so, uh, so, so did Elvis. <laughs> it was a group out of Peoria called the Harris Family. And uh, there was also a national group called the Rambos that I flew down and tried out for. And uh, I stayed with Dottie Rambo. Uh, if you know anything about the Southern gospel music, Dottie Rambo was an incredible songwriter. But I stayed with her at her house the day before we had auditions. And uh, she was working on something in the house. Phone rang. She said, can you get that? And, of course, I'm 18, full of vim and vigor, and I answer the phone, Rambo Residence. And this voice goes, uh, is Dottie there? And I said, yes, may I ask who's calling? And he said, Elvis. Mm. And I about fell through the floor, and she told me, she said, he calls there every so often looking for a passage of Scripture. And she knew where it was, and she would tell him. And so it was really, uh, that was an exciting thing for me to be able to talk to Elvis. It may only have been for about 15 seconds, but I got to talk to Elvis. Talking to Tim Atwood uh, the 17th as a benefit for Calm Waters to support uh, Veteran Village and Retreat Center. Playing at the, uh, you know, the Grand Old Opry for, like you say, 3,800 shows. <laughs> you got to know Minnie Pearl pretty well, didn't you? I did. She was one of my uh, my heroes. She and I became really good friends when I started at the Opry. I even asked her, I said, is there any advice you'd give me? She said, just go out there and love them and they'll love you back. We're going to be at the Wood Nickel. Uh, I guess that's where the concert's going to be. Okay, at the Crooks Wooden Nickel. And uh, the uh, it's, it's kind of like, I bring this up because it's kind of like the good old days where, you know, uh, every every Legion Hall had a band on a Saturday night type of thing. And, yeah. you know, you, you go to a lot of concerts, you're just sitting there, but uh, at the Wooden Nickel, I got a feeling a lot of people are going to be dancing. Oh, that'd be great. <laughs> yeah. I, love to, I like to see them dance. I just like seeing people have a good time. Well, Tim Atwood, I, I wanted to get some background from you so that, you know, a lot of people haven't had a chance to really hear a, a, what they call a musician's musician. I mean, you, you played with everybody on this, but you have kind of a fun family uh, uh, good show that you put on. But there's a reason why you're, you're helping with the Calm Waters, uh, the Veteran Village and Retreat Center. They, they hope to have a village of um, tiny homes for veterans, uh, homeless veterans and that. But uh, you have an experience with uh, uh, your son. Yes, I have uh, a son who uh, joined the service in 2004, and he did two tours in Iraq. He is a Purple Heart veteran. Um, he was in a, a small tank, him and his buddy, and uh, they hit an IED, and then he jumped out. I mean, he, it knocked him out and his buddy out. And he grabbed his buddy, and by the time he got him out of the tank, he would, you know, he had come too. And they took off running, and they hit that tank with an RPG. And uh, so it's a wonder he's still here. He spent six weeks in the hospital in Germany, 
And uh, I'm very proud of him. And uh, the retreat center that they're building are, I, I really wish he would have had that to come back to because a lot of the veterans have trouble adjusting after they've been in the service for so long. And uh, he's had some problems. He has nightmares and, and just different things. But uh, I think it would have been a great thing for him to be able to be in this village to get back into society, you know, and uh, get back to the normal everyday life after being in the military that long. Uh, it, it's just kind of tough to transition back to civilian life, I think. Well, that's why I'm saying some of the music that you've written, uh, you first. Uh, let's go through the lyrics on that a little bit uh, uh, and, and what that song uh, means to you. Well, I'll give you the second verse. Uh, a chopper drops a ladder in the middle of the war. Sergeant said there's only room for just one more. And uh, the other guys, uh, two wounded brothers, one said to the other, you first. So he let his buddy go back to be taken care of. Uh, that's a great song. I, I really do love that song. It's one of my favorites. Uh, and the, part of that song, too, uh, and husband and wife, I I was married to a lady for uh, 20, almost 21 years, and she passed away. The last verse is about uh, standing over her casket and uh, saying, I will meet you on the other side, but you first. And uh, it's a very strong song. It always gets a response. People always want to buy CDs after hearing it. Uh, it's a great, great song. Well, you actually got to uh, perform that with the uh, uh, presentation of TBN's Huckabee, I believe. I did. I sang that on Huckabee. Uh, and then uh, I was doing a song uh, called uh, I'll Stand Up and Say So. And uh, they had me up in, uh, where was it? It was in Omaha, Nebraska, I think. Uh, but anyhow, I got, they sent me up there and I did that song, uh, for 40,000 people. And, uh, we ended up, a lady heard me sing that one night and she came up and asked my wife, she said, was Tim in the service? And she said, no, but we had a son that was in the service. Well, there was a gentleman that got killed in the Gulf War in 91 and his name was Captain Graham. And we did the research and we found his family. But the lady that heard the song, she had been in the service. She had worn this bracelet, memorial bracelet, for 26 years, and she gave it to me, and she said, never take it off. So I wore it for about five, year, five years, and uh, then we ended up giving that bracelet uh, to the family. They had no idea that somebody was keeping his memory alive. But I got to give that bracelet back to his, his two daughters, who were actually too small to remember them. But it did bring a tear to a bunch of people, man. I mean, uh, when you think about somebody who died 30 years ago, mostly forgotten, but I mentioned Captain Grimm on my shows, uh, to never forget people that gave their lives for this country. Well, tell us some of the lyrics of Stand Up. Uh, that, that's uh... Um, Heard him say on the radio, they're going to take the Ten Commandments from the courthouse lawn. Uh, boy, it's hard for me not to do it and sing. That's Go ahead and sing it. Uh, we'll heard it. him say on the radio, they're going to take the Ten Commandments from the courthouse lawn. 
and some others say they have the right to burn our country's flag. The list goes on and on. Yes, I'll have to say I'm tired of all this liberality. And we need the backbone to stand up, say no. It'll have to start with me. I'll tell them that I don't agree. I'm going to let them know because I'll stand up and say so. Well, you get, you're traveling. You know, like I say, that uh, again, in music, it, it says things. It, it's like a picture says a thousand words. The music says more than what words can say. You're, you're keeping pretty busy. You're going to be uh, on, on the uh, 15th. You're going to be in, in uh, Amherst, Wisconsin. And, of course, the 17th here in Sioux Falls. And then uh, on, uh, well, that's, do you travel by bus or how? No, we drive. My wife and I drive. And uh, I think we're out this time for 12 days. Um, we're going to do uh, four shows in Illinois and then go to Amherst and then to South Dakota. And a uh, lot of driving, but we'll get to see the country. And uh, it's just, it's what I've always wanted to do is travel and entertain. And uh, I'm one of those guys. I'm going to sing a couple songs. I'm going to tell a couple jokes. I'm going to share stories from the Opry and and some of the people I worked with at the Opry. And uh, I try to do an entertaining show. I've got a lot of up-tempo stuff like Jerry Lee and Mickey Gilly songs. And then I've got patriotic songs and uh, comedy songs. I mean... I am an entertainer. I've even I've had people say you're an entertainer's entertainer, which is such a uh, a huge compliment. But uh, I do. I, I learn from watching Roy Acuff and Porter Wagner and Garth Brooks and Vince Gill. Uh, I watch them, and that's how I learn to entertain. And uh, I feel like that this was my calling. I've, I've always wanted to be an entertainer, and for people to say that now. Uh, I feel like I have made my mark in country music. Tim Atwood, do you ever sing the song Roxanne? No, I wish I could. Uh, <laughs> it's so funny. Anytime anybody meets her, that's the first thing they do. Roxanne! I can't even do it now. But, uh, <laughs> but it's a good one. I, it tickles me every time they do it, but they do it all the time. Well, I enjoyed talking to your wife, uh, Roxanne. Uh, again, yeah. September 17th, the uh, poker run is going to be starting at 11 at the Red Rock Bar, finishing with the concert, uh, Tim Atwood, uh, uh, finishing at the Wooden Nickel in Crooks. And uh, so if you're a motorcycle rider, uh, anything on wheels, you know, uh, this weather that we're having right now is, is just so good. It's a crime to go inside. But uh, to see Tim Atwood and his music, uh, what do you want to say to people out there right now that maybe are, veterans um they don't tell anybody they don't say anything what can you say to them you know especially with your experience with your son i actually uh i have such a special place in my heart for anybody who has served in the military uh even if i'm at a store and i see a gentleman or a lady with a hat on that that signifies that they have been in the service i will stop them and thank them for their service there was a guy the other day, I saw him, he was already halfway to his car, and uh, I put my shopping cart aside, I ran out, and just thanked him. Uh, I appreciate all the veterans, and we should give them all the help and respect that they deserve, because they did serve this country, and if it weren't for them, we wouldn't have the freedom that we have today. So I really uh, have a special place in my heart. 
I think this is such a great event to raise money for the uh, Villages and Retreat Center uh, for all the veterans. And uh, I hope everybody comes out and supports this cause because I really can't think of a much better cause than to uh, respect and uh, show our appreciation for the military. Tim Atwood, uh, like I say, a musician's musician, but you played keyboard for the biggest farewell party since Hank Williams, the funeral of George Jones. <laughs> uh, that That's, you know, like I say... Um, Working in Nashville, uh, uh, as you have, and, and you, you know, like I say, Nashville is the place for country music uh, uh, right now. And and want to say, uh, Tim, we'll be looking forward to seeing you on September 17th. Are you going to be there, John? Well, I'm going to try. I usually work weekends. I've worked weekends all my life, but uh, it would be a great thing to be there. If you could be there, I want to make sure I shake your hand and we get a chance to talk. <laughs> well, I want to shake your hand, too, because, uh, like I say, you're you're the keyboard behind so many things that uh, it, it's, it's worth it just to be able to come and hear you play. Tim Atwood, want to thank you for being with us. Thank you, John, and hope, uh, hope to see you, and if I don't, I'll catch you next time I'm up there. Again, it's a poker run, which is a lot of fun for people on motorcycles to support Calm Waters Veteran Village and Retreat Center, September 17th, starting at 11 in the morning at the Red Rock Bar near Rowena. It'll finish with a concert featuring Tim Atwood, a musician's musician, in Crooks at the Wooden Nickel. And uh, you can sign up with Crystal at 605-306-3240. We're back with Crystal Wolf, who's with the Calm Waters uh, uh, Veteran Village and Retreat Center. Tim talked about his son quite a bit, uh, had a purple heart. Um, he would have been one that would wanted to, uh, could have benefited from, from the veteran village, uh, at, at his time. Um, uh, but, uh, I, after I, I recorded the interview with Tim, he said, yeah, he's married now and there's a new Atwood coming. So it's, uh, <laughs> it's good news there too. But Sioux Falls is a pretty good place for veterans to be, isn't it? Absolutely. We, our state, I feel, is very veteran-centric. We try to, to do what we can for the veterans, and we have a lot of resources available to them as well. Well, the Veterans Village, as you have imagined, how many veterans would you be able to take care of at one time? Um, Housing-wise, we are planning 10 to 15 houses out there, um, but we would be able to help way more than that. I have talked to other veterans about our mission, and they're so excited that they just want to come out there and hang out. You know, they don't necessarily have to live out there. Um, If they they do and they need it, absolutely, we'll see what we can to try to get them in. But um, there's a lot of veterans that just want to come out and hang out and build that family again. I could imagine a campfire. Is that something part of it? Absolutely. Campfires, maybe movie night outside, um, you know, a place for them to build and work on things, do more hands-on activities. And if there's veterans out there that um, don't know anybody here uh, coming out to the poker run, uh, there's going to be a lot of veterans there, I would imagine, they can talk to you. Absolutely. Uh, veterans and motorcycles, I think, go, go together quite a bit. It's the poker run at uh, Comwater's Veteran Village Retreat Center. And it starts September 17th at 11 in the morning at Red Rock Bar, finishing uh, with a concert featuring Tim Atwood at the Crooks Wooden Nickel. Now, uh, where is the Red Rock Bar at? In Rowena, South Dakota, so um, just the east side of, a little east of Sioux Falls. All right. And that's been there for a long time. And where yeah. is where's the Wooden Nickel? And if you go to Crooks, you'll, you'll be able to find it, I'm sure. 
Yep, it's on the main street, and we will be outside having a great time, um, enjoying everybody's company. Now, I know you've had a a car show and you're having this poker run. Uh, What's on the drawing board for your next fundraiser? Oh, well, I'm trying to breathe right now from (laughs) the summer. We've had quite a bit of fundraisers going on. Um, I don't know if we have anything as a plan right now. We did. are thinking about attending the uh, Veteran Night at the Stampede. We'll have a booth there, um, but nothing else planned as of now. Well, if anybody has some ideas, and if anybody has any land they would like to donate, uh, that's that's the first big hurdle to get through. Uh, how can they reach you? They can contact me through our website, which is calmwaters-sf.com, or they can give me a call at 605-306-3240. And just, uh, you can Google Calm Waters Sioux Falls, and your website will come up. And, uh, well, mm-hmm. I, I'm going to try and make it out there on September 17th. Uh, we'll maybe see you out there, Crystal. I want to thank you for being with us on the forum. Yes, thank you very much. Again, it's a poker run, which is a lot of fun for people on motorcycles to support Calm Waters Veteran Village and Retreat Center, September 17th, starting at 11 in the morning at the Red Rock Bar near Rowena. It'll finish with a concert featuring Tim Atwood, a musician's musician, in Crooks at the Wooden Nickel. And uh, you can sign up with Crystal at 605-306-3240.